It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Jota, Dundalk and Cavan. Order your new 221 Renault today from our extensive Renault range. Guaranteed delivery and low-rate APR finance. Visit BlackstoneMotors.ie. You're very welcome to Wednesday afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Louise, we got our first Christmas card at home yesterday. Well, I didn't. Miriam did. Was it local or abroad? It's from her friend Janet and she's always first every year. Every year without fail. She trained with her many years ago and they've always kept in touch and the first card always arrives on the last day of November. No way. Every year? Every year. It's incredible. No delays with on post You could just nearly set your watch by it. It, She's that consistent. And, you know, it, it got me thinking about Christmas cards and sending and receiving Christmas cards. Do you send many? Do you get many? Uh, no. You don't send? I used to, and I did, I did, but as the years kind of went on, the cards I sent were getting less and less. And when COVID hit last year, I just said, no, not okay. sending any. And, and the uh, price went up to post, and I just yes, said, no. Yes, I understand that a as well. Huge cost factor as well. Yeah, and, and new technology, people mm-hmm. send each other messages as well. But you know something I'm going to say? It is lovely to get a Christmas card. I love to get a Christmas yeah. card. And I'm not great at sending them either. I send them to a few people, but I love receiving cards. You know me and post even in here. I love mm-hmm. getting posts. I really do, and messages from listeners. But it set me thinking this year, and you know, you, you, I remember years back here in LMFM, the amount of cards that would come in, the banister all the way up the stairs would be completely covered with them. But that's decreased. Covered twice nearly. You'd yes, get that money. yes, and Danny and the late Joan used to decorate the tree and all the cards. There'd be overflow of them, but that's decreased as well in recent years. Mm. But I really do want to keep the tradition of sending and receiving Christmas cards alive. I really do. I think it's very, very important to do it, even in the context of postage going up a bit as well. I think think there's nothing nicer than to get a card and to send one as well. And with that in mind, Louise Walsh, today on Late Lunch, I am saying that I would love to send a Christmas card to you out there listening to us today in Late Lunch land. I want to send you a Christmas card from me Signed by me by a li- with a little message. But here's the thing, Louise. I need a quid pro quo here from <laughs> listeners. I need you folks to send me a card first. I want you to send me a card here to LMFM Radio, a Christmas card, with your name and details on it. I need your address to send it back to you. And I will send you back a card. But Louise... All the postmen out there are going, oh, no. <laughs> ah, listen, we, we, I'm only joking. They'll be coming with buckets for them. Buckets no, of them. We, we, we'll get some. I hope we get some. Oh, we will. I know. I, I know our listeners. They're lovely people. And if you're listening today and you can join in the spirit of this, I'd love you to do it. But you see, I have another plan of action here. 
And my first guest is on the line to say hello to me. Anne Tracy from the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Jerry. I'm definitely going to send you a card, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Anne, thank you so much. So I have one card at least guaranteed. But Anne, I'll tell you why I'm ringing you and I have a little surprise for you today. Anne, I am going to send Christmas cards to whoever sends me in a card here. Signed by me and out it will be before the Christmas. But do you know what I want to do? I want to send them a card from the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're going to get hundreds, you know that, don't you? <laughs> well, let's see how we do, because I know the last couple of years has been trying for everybody. But for you and the people there, you've kept going through difficult times and cancer doesn't go away, as I don't have to remind you, Anne Tracy. Yeah. It's yeah. still out there and people need care. And I know over the years, all of the people you've looked after from louder than me than further afield who appreciated you and what you did for them. And they're still coming and will be still coming as well. And it's been difficult because I know I've said it here before. You are an exemplary charity. You get very little funding, nothing at all, virtually, from, from you know, official sources. You publish your accounts. Everything is transparent every single year. And I just want to give you a little help because I know, I'm, I'm right out that you do sell Christmas cards each oh year. Oh, my God, Jerry, do we ever. <laughs> it's a trademark at this time of the year for many reasons. Now, least of all, that it makes, you know, creates an awareness in the profile of the charity. So yes. I am so, so grateful to you for considering us i mean that message is is, is going to spread throughout <laughs> you not not just ireland you see our cards travel across the globe to family members that are away mm. and it creates that awareness but yeah you you're so right in what you said the last two years has been so difficult and it was tough enough last year but it's been extremely difficult this year Anybody that's trying to do anything that involves bringing members of the public into an arena together um, and you get so near so many times and then you have to cancel it, mm. you have to cut it back. And so fundraising just went through the floor this year. Yeah. Um, and we we actually had a standout with our wee cards in Lawrence Street and the Drada Town Shopping Centre there in November. And that was done with great trepidation because you didn't want to expose anyone to anything. But the beautiful thoughts and messages that came in to us, that people were delighted to see us and come up to the stand and have a chat. And um, it actually made them realise, you know what, we're still there. We're mm. still working away. Mm. So... Yeah, the cards are very important on many fronts, uh, not least of all the fundraising. And thank you. This gesture from yourself, will it's just gorgeous. Ah, thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) No, I did pass your sellers in November and it put it in mind and I just thought, can I do anything? anything at all to help you and you know I've been ahead of the posse here I have uh, jumped ahead a little I see the lovely selection of cards that you have this year and that are on offer and by the way besides what I'm doing you can contact the centre can't people and and, you know if you want to support the centre by buying a a pack of cards they're there Absolutely Monday to Friday we're here and if anybody needs cards come up 
come up to us. There's mm. no problem. We'll take your money and get you out very quickly. <laughs> Absolutely. And and just they're on. They actually are available in quite a lot of the pharmacies around town, and okay. some of the shops have taken them on. Facebook has all the outlets. Lovely, they're there. You can you yeah. can find out where they are, and it, it, they're lovely. I have to say, the beautiful cards. They're twelve assorted cards, six euro for a box. And just reminding you, if you want to call the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre, it's oh four one nine eight zero five one hundred. That's oh four one nine eight zero five one hundred. And Anne, again, just to context it, the numbers are consistent, and the, the people come to you. You've new clients coming all the time. I'm all the time, Jerry, and. Um, it's very, very difficult. Cancer, as you know, at any time is, is, is so difficult and challenging for individuals and families. But when throw in um, COVID on top of that, throw in, uh, you know, delays in, in uh, support. It's a nightmare for families. And going in and out of hospitals, they couldn't say enough about the staff in hospitals and how they looked after. But it's still very threatening for them, mm. you know. And uh, yeah, um, there's, it's indiscriminate. It doesn't mind what age, what gender, what background cancer is there. Although we were closed and working virtually last year, and our phone services were still going on and all our walk-in services went online. We had 5,320-odd client interventions last year, you know, and we, we've way exceeded that this year. Mm. So yeah, we've, we've been lucky enough too, Jerry, with our new building. We managed to bring back our counselling on site. So that's very manageable because it's by appointment and the safety aspect for our clients is to the fore of everything we do. Yes. And our wig service and our prostate service and our physiotherapy service, they're back on site in the new building because it's totally geared towards ensuring a safe environment for our clients. Mm. You know, mm. so, And it's nice to see a, something of human beings back you know around the building again it is and that personal human touch is so vital as somebody travels through a journey when a cancer diagnosis is made well Anne I want to do me a little bit this year I'm going to buy as many cards from you as I need to reply and send them out to my listeners on the show whoever sends me a card I say it again I am sending you back a card from the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre and I'll sign it myself and send it out to you a little message as well. All I need, folks, are you listen, and I know they're great in late lunch land. They will help me on this. They always do, Anne. Send me a card in here first and when I get your card with your name and details, I'll have a card from the Gary Kelly Centre winging its way to you and we're going to support them all the way to Christmas this year. Well done, Jerry. Thank you. Thanks so much to you and all the great staff up in LMFM. You're always ready and willing and able to listen to us when we come to you with a, a begging. Ah, <laughs> uh, not at all. Not at all. It's... Um, and sorry, Jerry, a really safe and happy, peaceful Christmas to you, your family and all there and all the wonderful supporters of the centre. Yes. Please, I'd love to be able to send that message out to them. And we can't do this without you. I know that. And so many people couldn't go through their journey without you and all your wonderful people there. And may I return the good wishes for the festive season and the new year. Thank and you. that door and that big building there on yeah. George Street in Drogheda is a symbol of hope 
for so, so many people and families. Keep doing what you're doing always and let's see how we get on with the cards, Anne. For sure, Jerry. God, God bless you. you all. Thank you so, so much. Not at all. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye, Anne. Bye-bye. So, folks, Louise, what we need now is our listeners, our late lunch listeners, to come back to us now. We oh, need that's such you. a great cause, Jerry. They ah, will. They it's, will. It's touched so many people, you know. So, folks, you'll... You know what I'm looking for. Send me the cards first and I'll reply to you. I'm going to buy the cards from the Kelly Centre, post them out to you, support them that way. And we're getting messages in here already. Um, Jerry, that's such a lovely idea. Could we send a small donation maybe for the centre? You can indeed. If you want to include something, if you want it, not cash, please, any other way. If you want to put a small donation in, I will pass it on to the Gary Kelly Centre. I promise you that. But do send us your cards. Send me your cards. Here it is. Jerry Kelly, LMFM Radio, Rathmullen Road, Drogheda, County Louth, and the air code is A92T274. But if you just put Jerry Kelly, LMFM Drogheda, I, I think the LMFM Radio Drogheda, it'll get to me anyway. So what do you think, Louise? Will we, 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 won't, we won't speculate. We'll just see what happens now, will we? I'll even send you a clip. Ah, my God, you're great. <laughs> and to all our listeners abroad... Jerry, I hope, I hope you have at least three or four pens. Um, I have plenty of pens back. here. I have plenty of pens here and they're ready to go to do this. But I am. I'm going to personally uh, sign them and address them and send them out to you once you send me a card first. Come on, do your best. I really appreciate your help. You've always been great to me here on the show. Let's have you again and get the cards in and we'll keep you posted on the run into Christmas. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text if you want to get in touch with us on the show. Wouldn't it be amazing, Jerry, if people sending the cards back also bought cards from the Gary Kelly Centre? Well, you can do that. You can buy cards from anywhere. But we are going to support them uh, by doing what I'm doing. If you want to do that, fair juice to you. And you can get onto the uh, uh, Facebook page for the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre and all the details are there where you can pick up cards in different outlets or directly from the centre itself and you are supporting them at this time but do your best for me I know you will I'm looking forward I can't wait the first Christmas card in I'll be just over the moon and let's see where it goes from there LMFM Radio Rathmullen Road Drogheda County Loud will get us with the cards thank you for all your kind messages I'll be sending you a card Jerry, but it won't be by post that's something I, I didn't think of actually you, you can send the cards in and have them dropped in here as well never mind or somebody might be passing by or whatever and there's a post box outside on the wall of course and this message goes on to say uh, as I said uh, I'll be sending you a card Jerry. it won't be by post the big man in red will leave it with you on Christmas Eve night we only get post delivered up here in the North Pole it's just a magical thing you're doing with the Christmas card idea ho 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 Oh, says Santa's little helper. Only 24 sleeps to go. Who is that person? I don't want to know. I just love the intrigue of it every year. They're always there every single Christmas time and on the run into it as well. Lovely to hear from you on the show this afternoon. Now we move on and you know how much on Late Lunch we love our Wildlife Matters and our feathered friends too. And it's time. Yes, it is time, folks, because the new Irish Garden Bird Survey is just underway and it runs from now until the end of February and I'm delighted to welcome back to Late Lunch one of our good friends Niall Hatch from Birdwatch Ireland Hello again Niall Hello, great to be back Lovely to have you with us on the show I suppose the first question people will ask and I was thinking myself um, why do we do this or why is this carried out Niall? 
Well, it is a very good question and uh, it's, it's a, we have a very good answer, I hope, as well, because it's a very important survey for us in Birdwatch Ireland. We've been doing it for over 30 years now. So the data that we have built up over that period of time is invaluable to us in working out the trends of what's happening with our garden bird populations. And then obviously the populations of birds in a wider context in Ireland as well, because garden birds don't only occur in gardens. They also depend on the surrounding countryside and, and urban areas as well for, for, for their, their existence. So it tells us a lot about that. And because as well, because the, this survey is based around uh, volunteers at home doing this for us, it means thousands of people are doing this. That's the kind of data that we could never gather in any other way. So it's a great opportunity for, for amateur bird watchers to be able to try and, and, uh, and, and contribute data to a big scientific survey that really helps us work out um, what the populations of birds are doing. And then we use that data to set our conservation priorities. So we'll see how species are reacting to things like climate change, uh, changes in habitats, um, changes in all sorts of things in their environment, food availability as well, and to weather. And then we can, we can see where more attention is needed, what species need more help, those kind of things. So it's really very important. Now, I, I've noticed something, and perhaps you can explain this. From autumn time up until quite recently, I, I didn't see a lot of birds. I noticed a lot of them around my back or front garden, to be honest with you, Niall. But certainly in the last 10 days or so, they're back with a vengeance. Yes, and that's actually usually the pattern that we see. Uh, in sort of the, the late summer, early autumn, it's just after the end of the breeding season, and there's still plenty of natural foods around. The birds are also molting their feathers. They do that at the end of their nesting season. They replace all their feathers. They're quite vulnerable when they do that. They keep a low profile, and there's plenty of natural food around. The weather is still good enough that there are plenty of insects for them to eat. There tend to be lots of berries on the bushes and on the trees. Then what happens is, as the weeks go on and the weather starts to get colder, those insects start to disappear. Many of those berries get eaten and start to disappear too. And then when the temperature hit, it changes and it gets a lot colder colder, all of a sudden the birds just come in an influx into people's gardens looking for food. So they use the, the, the gardens really as um, not quite a last resort, but certainly a, a, very, um, a very helpful um, uh, thing to get them over the, the, the tougher days of the winter as we're getting to the cold weather. And you're saying there with, the, with the, you know, the last 10 days, you've noticed it, that would correspond quite well with the cold snap that hit us mm. in Ireland recently. So I think that that's probably what's happening there. Now, I took the liberty of printing your form uh, last week and I kept an eye, a BDI, in my garden to see who or what would I see. And the form is one way of doing this. The other way, of course, is online. But can I tell you quite quickly what I saw or who I saw in my garden? Just running through them quickly. Uh, in my garden, in the last week, there's been robins, wrens, Pied wagtail, starlings, loads of them, Nile, and plenty of house sparrows as well. Blackbird, song thrush. Do you know what I saw, Nile, as well? And it just lifted me heart in one of the mountain ash trees I have. The mistle thrush. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. No, my God, when I saw them, the size of them compared to the song thrush. Blue tits, yes. Wood pigeons. Collar doves. Magpie. Yes, I have a magpie or two. And as regards the, the crow family, which the magpie, of course, is a member... I have round my place jackdaws, rooks and hooded crows, the, the three of them. So that's my lot, Niall. What? Not bad. Not bad at all, given that we're only on day three of the survey and it runs for another 13 weeks. So <laughs> that's very impressive indeed. You're off to a flying start there. Thank you so much for doing it for us as well. We really appreciate it. That no, is going to be great for us. Not at all. But talk to me a bit about the, the storm thrush or missile thrush. 
Yes, that is a lovely bird. I mean, I, I, could, uh, I could hear in your voice how impressed you were having seen it there because they are, they are remarkable. As you said, they're um, a, a good bit larger than the more familiar song thrush that people might know. But like the song thrush, they're very similar in appearance. They're, they're speckled on the front, brown on, on the back, uh, and uh, they, they, they look they're very similar shape to a blackbird. That's a bird a lot of people would know, another member of the thrush family. And the song thrush, it tends to be in gardens, maybe on the lawn, hopping around the edges and the flower borders, maybe hiding in the hedges. They don't come to the open that much. The missile thrush is quite different. What the missile thrush will do is they'll go particularly into bushes where there are berries or trees. And what they'll do is they will then try to defend those from the other birds. So what they, they, they'll find a tree with lots of berries on it. They think, right, this is my winter larder. I'm going to try and preserve these berries for as long as I can. I'll eat a few each day myself, of course, but I don't want the other birds getting them. So they try to chase the other birds away from them. So they kind of can take up residence and they can do that too. And what they do is, um, you mentioned about being the, 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 the storm thrush there as well. They're, they're known for, in the springtime, in the summer, for singing in very bad weather. So it was a bird that was often seen as a herald of bad weather or the only bird that would be heard singing during a really bad storm. There's something about that bird's song that rather than the wind drowning it out, it actually carries it further, which allows the, the singing male uh, missile thrush, because it's just the males that sing, it allows them to broadcast their song over a wider area. And of course, the reason they're singing is to, uh, to attract a female in and to defend this big territory. So the further their song can be, can be spread out, the more likely they are to attract a female in. So that's why they do that. So it's fascinating this can happen in, in, our, in our gardens. And we know that missile thrushes are found in Ireland year-round, but they will tend to come into gardens a bit more in the winter than in the summer, trying to try to find food. We know that our core population of, of uh, missile thrushes in Ireland is mainly resident. They're here with us year-round. But in the wintertime, we do get an influx of other birds from elsewhere in Europe escaping even colder conditions there. Because, of course, we here in Ireland, we think of Ireland in the winter as being a very cold place. But in fact, it isn't really. I mean, if you look at the latitude that we're at, we should be a lot colder than this. But the Gulf Stream keeps us very, very warm compared to other, a lot of other European countries. So uh, actually, we are the, 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 the balmy winter tropical destination for, for, for many birds. They come to us here in Ireland and they survive very well. So we do get an influx of these thrushes as well. Great way to help them actually in your garden too, and I recommend this to anybody. If you get some apples, cut them in half and spear them onto some branches. The missile thrushes go crazy for those. So you'll, you'll have a good chance of attracting them in if you do that. Oh, that's a good tip there. The other thing I noticed, Mr. Magpie, there's a pair of them, all right, they come in and they were competing for food with, uh, I think it was the hooded crow. And I'll tell you one thing, the hooded crow uh, sent him packing. Yes, magpies and hooded crows don't like each other. And uh, the, the, the hooded crow, it's, that's the big black and grey crow that I'm sure many people are familiar with. Um, they, uh, they are bigger than magpies, they're dominant over them, and they can certainly push them around and push them out of the way. Uh, magpies also, one of the reasons they don't like hooded crows very much is that hooded crows will try in the breeding season to attack magpie nests and to, to take their eggs and chicks. So magpies have, uh, have developed, I suppose, a healthy respect for them, and they tend to give them a wide berth. So if there's plenty of food around, they can coexist happily enough they just kind of you know they just kind of ignore each other. Um, but if food is scarce, or if there's a particular tasty thing that they want to eat, the hooded crow will win. There's no question about that. And it was a tasty thing because it was the remnants of a knuckle bone that my dog had been eating, Niall. Ah. And you know the lovely marrow that he couldn't get in at fully. This was the prize, and I'll tell you, the hooded crow just oh, oh away he went. It was fascinating watching the way it, it played out. To be honest with you, and I was delighted because you know yourself, I always look at the magpie as bullying the rest, but there's somebody can get the better of him and I'm pleased Oh, there's always a hierarchy in nature, yes. that's right. There's always, there's always someone who bullies the bullies. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you mentioned about the marabou, and I can't, I can't think of any food that a crow would like to eat more than that. It would be perfect for them. 
Oh yes, they love it. They they really do. But my dog gets the the, the lion's share. But anyway, they they get the remnants that's there. Now, one thing I wanted to say to you, I looked down the list of you have the most common birds uh, listed there, and you leave room for other species as well. But I'm very keen to attract in the likes of uh, the bullfinch, chaffinch, greenfinch, goldfinch. How can I do that? What should I do? Well, it really comes down to a couple of things. Variety in the food that you're putting out, for example, that makes a big difference. So the general all-around food, I find that sunflower seeds are absolutely brilliant. And the finches that you mentioned there, uh, all of them will eat sunflower seeds. However, the bullfinch, it has a slightly, not, so, not such a strong beak. So what they do is they like to eat sunflower seeds that are pre-shelled, sometimes sold as sunflower hearts. And they work very well. Now, bullfinches tend not to come into garden feeders as much as other, the other finches do, although they will do, they will do so. Um, and in my mum's garden in South Dublin, um, she regularly gets bullfinches in on her feeder and they're eating those, those sunflower hearts. Another thing that bullfinches really like is they love dandelion seeds. So rather than let leave your lawn all manicured during the, during the spring and the summer, what I would suggest is let the, uh, let the dandelions grow up, go to seed, and the, uh, the, the bullfinches love to eat those seeds. And of course, if they learn that your garden is a good, secure source of food, they'll come back to you in the winter as well. And then in the springtime, they love to eat blossom, eat flowers. So um, planting things like ornamental plums or cherries that have blossom on them, it's great. The bullfinches will come and feed on those too, and they may hang around your garden for the rest of the year. With the goldfinches, that's a bird that's doing very well in Irish gardens. One of Ireland's prettiest garden birds, I have to say as well. I think they're absolutely yeah, stunning. Yeah. They, they love to eat peanuts, um, but their favourite food of all is a type of seed called niger seed, N-Y-J-E-R. And that's a, that's a, a type of seed you can get from us in, in Burbacharland at burbacharland.ie. You put it in a special type of Perspex feeder, it's a very fine, very thin seed, uh, and it mimics the, the wild thistle seeds that this, this species loves to eat. So it's a great way to attract in the, the goldfinches, and also another little finch called the siskin, a beautiful green and yellow finch that tends to come in the, in the latter half of the winter. Although from the Garden Bird Survey last winter, we saw that they arrived in, in Irish gardens much earlier than expected, right from the very start of the survey last year, um, so this time last year, uh, there were siskins in people's gardens, which is quite unusual, because normally it's sort of an arrival in January or February. Now for the, uh, for the chaffinch, they love to eat sunflower seeds. So, so if you put sunflower seeds in the feeder, you, you have a very good chance of getting chaffinches in your garden. A very pretty bird, a very common bird in Ireland, a very numerous, one of Ireland's most numerous bird species. So a good chance of getting that into your garden. And the other one you mentioned there, the, uh, the, the greenfinch, that's a species actually that we're now quite concerned about. Mm. We're seeing the population of that bird going down year on year. And having the data going back over 30 years from this survey really shows us that that's a definite downward trend year on year. They've been hit by a really unpleasant disease Disease, uh, called trichomoniasis. They have their own pandemic going on at the moment, so it's something we humans can certainly relate to. Uh, and that's been causing them a lot of problems. So we've seen their numbers probably halve across Ireland in the last few years, so they've really gone down quite a bit. People still get them in their gardens, and, and in areas we do have them, uh, sunflower seed works very well for them. But it is a species we're a bit worried about, I have to say. Just before we finish, who's top of the pile at the moment? Who are the top three most common birds from previous surveys? Well, it sort of fluctuates a little bit. Uh, the top three are always more or less the same. It fluctuates a little bit. But we're usually looking at um, a combination of robin, blackbird, and blue tit. They're the ones that uh, I suppose many people would expect those. The robin is, is uh, Ireland's most familiar garden bird, uh, certainly. And that, that's shown that that's, that's present in, in, in the vast, vast majority of gardens in the survey. Almost 99% of the gardens in the survey have a robin in them. That doesn't ever mean it's the most numerous species, because with robins, you'll usually just have one in your garden. They're very territorial. So we're seeing them in, in most 
most of the gardens, but most gardens only have one or a very large garden, perhaps two. Uh, whereas if you have um, there's a chaffinches coming in, not reported in so many gardens in Ireland, but those gardens that do have them may have a dozen or 20 or 25 of them. So they're coming in in big numbers. We're seeing blackbirds consistently are, are up on the top each year. That's a bird that uh, seems to do very well in gardens across all different types in Ireland. So they could be uh, urban, suburban or rural gardens. It doesn't matter. You get blackbirds in all of them. They really, really do well on sort of lawns with bushes and shrubs around them. They like that a lot. And then the blue tit, uh, that's the bird that probably uses peanut feeders more so than any other species. They've learned, really cracked how to use bird tails and bird feeders. So when you have those up, you're, you know, I would say that there's a very high chance that anyone in Ireland who puts up a bird feeder will get blue tits feeding on it. So maybe the, the, the main winners in the survey, I would say. There you go. Birdwatchireland.ie. The survey is there. You can pick it up. It's in uh, hard copy form as I have here or online. And it started this uh, very week and it runs until the end of February and it's a great thing to take part in it's wonderful for children to encourage them to develop an interest in in bird life as well and I highly recommend it I'm taking part myself again this year and with Christmas time on the way what nicer gift to give anybody than a membership of Birdwatch birdwatchireland.ie a wonderful gift this Christmas time Niall probably won't be talking to you before the end of the year unless something uh, sensational happens thank you for all of your time through the year and your expertise on the show I really appreciate it and happy Christmas to you and everybody in Birdwatch Oh thank you very much and a very happy Christmas to you and all your listeners Thank you indeed Niall Take care Bye bye The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan Let our van specialist Danny recommend an affordable commercial vehicle to suit your requirements from our massive range of light commercials all available with same day business finance Visit blackstonemotors.ie Eddie Caffrey here, reminding you to join me every Saturday morning for the best in Irish country, Cayley and Ballads on the green scene from 10am till 1pm. If you have a special request, email it to me now, ecaffrey at lmfm.ie. You can send it in by post or to our Facebook page. In association with John Lynch Carpets and Flooring, Effective Square Kells and Malaboy Industrial Estate Navin for carpets, wooden floors, vinyl rugs and remnants. Expert fitting and complimentary measuring service. See johnlynchcarpets.ie or follow us on Facebook. It's the final days of the Harvey Norman Black Friday sale and your last chance to get our best Black Friday deals like up to 50% off handmade sofas, gaming desks from as little as €99, up to 50% off dining furniture, plus get up to 70% off tableware with a huge range in stock ready for quick delivery. But hurry, the Harvey Norman Black Friday sale must end soon. Don't miss out. Giveblood.ie know we can count on you, our community of blood donors, to give blood and to choose to be there for others in their hour of need. Blood donors from Cooley should attend the clinic in the Bosch Post Primary School on Wednesday 1st and donors from Dulik should attend the clinic in Dulik Boys School on Thursday 2nd of December. To ensure social distancing, all donors need to make an appointment. So call 1-800-222-111 to book your time. New donors are welcome. Visit giveblood.ie to check eligibility and clinic details because we count on you. Christmas is the one time of year that we focus on the important things in life. 
family, friends, get-togethers, gifts, and more. And, as you know with all of these, they all come at a price. To help ease the financial burden so that you and your family can celebrate and enjoy, call in and talk to one of our team today. Drogheda Credit Union, with offices on Lawrence Street, Bettystown Town Centre, Market Street Trim, Newtown Monaster Boyce, and RD Road Donlear. Drogheda CU is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Terms and conditions apply. Meet Noel, hello, and Derek, how are you? From Rice and Ruddy Kia Dundalk. Here at Rice and Ruddy Motors, we are bringing you the 2022 Kia range, including the all new Sportage and the fully electric Kia EV6. Whether it's petrol, diesel, or electric, Rice and Ruddy Motors have the car for you with attractive finance offers, including 0% finance on the Seed and Sportage range. Order your new Kia before December 17th, and we will give you a 500 euro super value voucher just in time for Christmas. Call into us today, Rice and Ruddy Motors, home of the seven year warranty. What do you give someone who has everything? Everything, because that's what you get with an Aldi gift card. Choose from delicious Christmas food and drink, or even our legendary Aldi special buys. Values range from €10 to €500. It's perfect for loved ones, and it shows them just how gifted you are. Purchase in-store or buy online. Aldi, make Christmas amazing for everyone. Terms apply, visit aldi.ie forward slash gift cards for details. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. Check out the new Arcana, Clio, Capture and all-electric Zoe. Guaranteed delivery and low-rate APR finance. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. I didn't forget, here it is, the little calendar saying at the beginning of every month. I've done it each month this year. I love it from the Divine Word Missionaries calendar. To the saying for the month ahead is this. The beauty of Christmas is not in the present but in his presence. That's very important to remember that Christmas is about the coming of Jesus Christ. And that's a lovely little saying there in the calendar and uh, that rounds off the sayings for 2021. Yes, you, the uh, the Christmas cards, what I'm doing is I want to send Christmas card a Christmas card to you if you're listening today. All you have to do first is send one to me with your name and details on it so as I can send the card back to you. The cards are from the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre and you can send them to me here. LMFM Radio at Mullen Road, Drogheda, County Louth, A92, T274. And if you check out our social media, Facebook, you'll see a little message there from yours truly as well. Let's see how we do with the card supporting the Gary Kelly Centre this Christmas time on LMFM's Late Lunch. Now, Louise, it's almost time isn't it? It's almost time on late lunch. Yes, it is. That time of year again? It is the 1st of December when we start playing the Christmas songs. Yay! Yay! I just love it. I love it. I love it. And for years we played Mariah Carey on late lunch. Yeah, that was our sort of signature tune here. But things have changed in recent times. Yeah, yeah, we found a new favourite. Oh God, did we find a new favourite? Oh, last year we started playing this one and it is, I'm biased, aren't I? I am biased. Well, yeah, yeah, but I even like it. Ah, that's great. That just makes me, <laughs> that really makes me day, Louise, because I'm biased and unashamedly biased. Well, here You'd it is for the you. locomotion if you could. Oh, <laughs> Anything you want with Kylie Minogue. Anyway, it's Christmas on LMFM Radio and Late Lunch. And here it is, our first Christmas song. It's Miss Kylie Minogue. It's been a long time to be missing you, you, you. You're on your way now, leper, and I'm over the moon. Everything's all in place, but there is one thing clear. Chris 
Yes, Miss Kylie Minogue and our first Christmas song on Late Lunch Christmas 2021. And I want to dedicate that to Mary Mack from Kells. She's celebrating her 80th birthday tomorrow. And good wishes come in from Carol and Finn and all in Carna Ross. Have a great day, Mary. Delighted to mention you on the show this afternoon. Now, competition time on Late Lunch. Deeside Agri Country Store. Open days are taking place this Saturday, the 4th of December, and next Tuesday, December the 7th. During Tuesday's open day, farming experts Gordon Richardson, he's from Provamy Milk, Andrew McInerney from Corby Rock, and Kieran from Chanel will be on hand to advise on all your farming needs. From washing powder to paint, garden supplies, wild birds, we were talking about them a while ago there, lots of products there, pet food, you name it, they have it all at Deeside Agri Country Store, Richestown, Dunlear, and lots more besides. I have a 50 euro voucher for Deeside to give away today, and they have so much on offer there that what I decided to do was each day read out some of the things they have in the store but with one banger in there there's one thing in here that they won't have in D-side if you go there so are you ready? the odd one out I'm looking for here answers please to 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text so in D-side Agri you can buy lawn feed Epsom salts lingerie dog food infrared bulbs the odd one out, please. What can't you buy of those in Deeside Agri Country Store? Open day this Saturday and again next Tuesday. Yes, the cards, yes, send them to LMFM Radio. We're getting messages in here and I will send you one back from the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre. LMFM Radio at Mullen Road, Drogheda County Loud. Once I get your card, I'll put one in the post you personally signed by me and back to you this Christmas time. In the middle of a torrid time at home, husband Willie, uh, you know, was really, really ill with the COVID. Uh, Her boys, the three of them, all uh, contracted COVID as well. She was the only one who didn't. And she's back with me today for a little update. But more importantly, she has a beautiful new song out for Christmas. Cathy Crinian, hello again. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? I'm really good. Well, look, at I'm retorting that question to yourself. First off, how's the good man? The good man is doing good. He's home with us since uh, September and he is, he was on oxygen full time, but he's currently on it just on mobile now. So there's a huge improvement there. So we're, we're, we're delighted to have him with us. And, and yeah, no, much better. Things are much better than we spoke last time. Oh my God. Uh, the last conversation still in my mind as I talk to you today. And the boys are fine too, Adam, Billy and Jake. They're fantastic, fantastic. Well done on the names. <laughs> oh, well, uh, you have to do a bit of preparation for this. I'll right? give you research. Well I, 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 to be honest, you have that many names in my head. I'm scrambled at times. But look, I, anyway, I'm gr- great to hear that all, all is good in, in, in the house there. Tell us about this wonderful new song, which we're going to hear in a moment. What's the story behind it? Well, I, you know, I've never released a Christmas single ever. And... I adore Christmas. I'm like Mrs. Claus in my house. I absolutely, I had, I went, actually went to five days in France last week and I had the tree up before I left so it would be there ready for me to come home to the toy show. <laughs> so I'm, I'm proper, proper Mrs. Claus. So I adore Christmas. And I, I kind of just thought to myself, why have I never released a Christmas song? So then I haven't written one. So I kind of went scarpering for one and found this original one by um, two lovely writers from Nashville called Jerry Glidewell and Chad Rowland. And they had this lovely song. It was, the demo was done by a guy 
But I just thought that that's just a perfect Christmas song for me. And asked them could I record it and got the licenses and that was it. So off we went. So yeah, and my wonderful producer in the UK, of course, Pete Ware, who's who's been with me the whole time. Um, we got together and and uh, we got some fantastic musicians on it, including Sarah Jory on steel guitar and. Yeah, I think it's lovely. I really like it. It's very catchy. I know it's lovely. I've been listening to it too and it really is nice and we're going to hear it now in a couple of moments. Just to come back to that point because I'm curious about that. You know, when you mentioned Jerry Glidewell and Chad mm-hmm. Rowland, uh, the boys who wrote the song and it was previously recorded, is that difficult? Did they know you? You know what I mean? Did you have to sell yourself to them to a, you know, for them to say, yes, go on, Cathy, you record that? Sell myself. That sounds a bit rude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess. Um, yeah, I just kind of reached out and said, "Look, I love your song, and I've heard the demo of it, and I'd love to record it." And I'm, I'm sure they definitely googled me to see who I was and was mm. I worthy of recording their song. But mm. I don't know that for sure. Um, and they just said, "Yeah, you just go through our, our sort of publishing companies, and you get the, the license, and you go for it, and that's it." And you know, it's, it's like they are part of ISG, which is the um, international sort of recorders guild so there's like lots of songwriters on there including myself so they would have seen me up there as a songwriter anyway and yeah. so I suppose it's, it's, it's a support system for songwriters really Now this song and recording it and uh, getting back to business as they say what what about all else? You know, look at your your family, of course, is always your priority and always yeah. has been. And this last time has been tough as well. Did, did you, you know, when you're in the midst of all that chaos, I'm sure this was the furthest thing for your mind. It must be fantastic, a great feeling to put down for the first time ever a Christmas song. Yeah, like, and I look, I love recording anyway. And I, I, I have to be honest, I haven't gone back to any kind of gigs and I have no real yeah. interest in doing any gigs at the minute until... I know my husband is completely safe. I can't afford to bring anything yes. home. So for me, recording is the best vehicle for me at the minute to get my music out there and, and to have people hear my voice. So, so for me, it works perfectly. I, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that anybody minds the fact that I'm not out there gigging. I think people understand that. Um, and yeah, I, I just love recording anyway. And, and the beauty of it is, I get to do the vocals here at home in my own house because I have a, a sort of a mini studio here mm. and um, and then everything else happens in England which is great Yeah and technology has facilitated so much you know this and as you say it there you've seen it yourself but for so many people during the lockdowns and difficult times people are producing wonderful stuff never meeting up isn't that the yeah, amazing thing yes. it? it makes the world a much smaller place it does. but you realise that you know, this, you know if you really want to do something there's ways of doing it Always is. Does I? Oh, listen. Take that with you. All you have it, and and I've always tried to say that I don't understand the word no. I, I really yeah. don't. No, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, it's, I agree with you. Um, and I have even a video coming out this week. Like oh, I have great. a video premiering premiering for it this mm. evening on YouTube at six o'clock. If anybody wants to pop on, you can actually talk to me live on there while it's airing. And um, so that's fun too. Like even just making videos is is, is so easy to do. Just you yeah. know, from from social distance aspect. Aren't you lucky in a way, and I, I mean this in the best possible sense, look at all those. I was talking to Tommy Fleming the other day, you know, and Tommy's touring at the moment and he mm-hmm. was reflecting on, you know, he's 
30 years in the business and he's done really well and he was talking about you know people looking for a break relative newcomers and yeah. trying to get out there you know and performing is the lifeblood of your business as you know when you're, when you're trying to um, make a, a career for yourself or whatever it's shocking tough isn't it because it's stop start Very is it on is it off yeah. isn't it yeah yeah it is and look I'm one of the luckier ones I kind of I'm, I'm sort of almost the other side of it I've, I've kind of done a lot and now I'm kind of just you know, easing my way around what I do, whereas the newcomers want to get out there and want to get heard and want to, you know, be seen and be noticed. And that's impossible to do if you're not on the circuit. It really is. And when you, you're hearing of gigs being cancelled left, right and centre this week, especially, it's like you're just feeling a, a sense of deja vu again, like last year and the year before, that it's just, it's just really never ending. And, and I feel sorry for musicians that, that completely depended on this for their livelihood. Um, like, I, I really, I don't know how... We, we get through the next couple of years because it's starting to look like that's what it's going to be. Yeah, and you know, we had expected to be beyond this at this stage, mm-hmm. but look at there are uh, speed bumps on the road for sure now, and we just better let this new thing, you know, let's see what happens and, and, and not panic everybody at the moment. But you're right, exactly. it's uncertain. It is uncertain at this point in time. So just remind me again, YouTube this evening, if people want to join you, how do they do that? They just yeah, quit they just YouTube. Yeah, my channel. They just type in Cathy Quinion when they go onto YouTube. They find my channel and the video premieres at 6pm and while while that's premiering, I'm on there chatting to them so they can talk to me live there and then while they're listening to the song. Lovely. There you'll mm. be sitting in my seat talking to Cathy herself this <laughs> evening at 6 o'clock and it's Cathy with a K. Cathy Crinion is yeah. important. And the song itself, how do people download it or get hold of it? Or? The usual suspects, so it's iTunes and Spotify yep. and it's all online. Yeah. Lovely. Well, look, you've uh, made a great job of it, I have to say. And we're going to hear it now. We have it queued up here for its first play on LMFM Radio. Go on, introduce it yourself. This is Christmas time to me, and I'm Cathy Crinion. Happy Christmas, (laughs) Cathy. Happy Christmas, Jerry. Take care. Bye. Bye. Needs a sleigh in the snow. Tell Santa Claus he can put it on pause. We don't need his ho ho ho. Who needs another turkey dinner or presents under the tree? Cause whenever you're near any day of the year, it's like Christmas time. I, I ain't surprised. Tony, Julie, Siobhan, Olivia have all been on to say to me, my God, that woman sounds completely like Karen Carpenter. So we've said that for years. Hasn't Cathy Crenian the most remarkable voice she has? It's simply beautiful. And that's a wonderful, wonderful song. It, it really is. But there is, we've mentioned this from the first time I met her and heard her sing. Uh, it was just quite obvious that she is... Just the the spit, they'd say. That was the word. The spit for Karen Carpenter when it comes to her vocals and her voice. She's absolutely brilliant. Louise, are you talking to me? Or have you given up on me? Oh, she's talking to me. Yeah, she's going to talk to me now in a minute. So she's, Louise, do you... <laughs> I don't know what you're going to talk sport, to me about. Sport, oh, sport, sport. Well, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> She'll probably switch off now. Louise, do you know the Irish Ladies International Soccer Team won last night? Do you know that? No, I didn't. They were playing Georgia in a World Cup qualifier. They won 11-0. Oh, <gasps> poor Georgia! Poor Georgia was it oh, home and away? They were in Dublin. It was in Dublin. Georgia were away. Oh, poor Georgia, eleven nil. But listen, 
that's only in the halfpenny place compared to England. England ladies were playing last night. They were playing Latvia. Do you know what the score was? No. England 20, Latvia nil. <laughs> it was like when we were kids playing on the green with a football and it was 36 all and the next goal won before you went home in the black dark. Yeah, but at least you gave the, you know, if it was 20-0 when you were kids, you'd, you'd let the others score a few. England wouldn't let Latvia score a goal. The Lousers, neither would Ireland either. 11-0 and 20-0. Holy wonder, God is, almighty. Is Ireland going to play England? That'd be interesting. Well, England would hammer Ireland. Okay. Ah, yeah, they're at a different level. And then when you look at the uh, Germany and America, USA have the best women's team in the world. Fantastic. My God. They'd want to bring a bricklayer with them, the Latvian team going to play America if they ever go to play them. But should that's not sport, results like that. Or score no, it's like not. That. There's no excitement in that. Oh, ah, it's absolute nonsense, or it's nonsense to be you honest. You want, with like, you. coming down to the last point or the last ah, goal and people with there yes. behind their. Hands yes, Louise. And, and sport is like that. Sport is about drama, close, somebody nicking it. Sport is about winning going round as well. The same crowds winning all the time is a turn off in sport, to be honest. And I'm not taking away from brilliance. But when it goes round and other people have their day in the sun, it's great. Nice so for the underdog to oh, win it. It is, it is. Oh, 11 nil and 20 nil. Give me a break. Anyway, <laughs> what are you wearing on your head today? Will I put me glasses on and look at you? <laughs> You're totally different. Tis looking. the season to be freezing. <laughs> what have you on your I'm head? Keep my head warm. You don't have a hat. Now, let me just guess now. It's not a hat, Yvonne. It's like a bandana on your head. No? Kind of like, I suppose, cross between a hairband and if I if I was to bring it down around my forehead, it'd be nearly like a sweatband. <laughs> you look completely different. I'm not even going to ask if it's good or bad. Yeah, well, you know what you look like? Before um, astronauts get into the spacesuit, they wear something like that on their heads and then they get into the spacesuit inside. Well, I suppose she's in and she's driving. The well, I am out of this world. Oh, Lord, indeed you are. Oh, you're too sharp for me on the one line. She is. Oh, she is out of this world. <laughs> do, you not, do you not like my headband? <laughs> Excuse me. Me. I'll get you one for Christmas. I have a little bit of a cough. I have a little bit of a tickle in my throat, so I have today. I'm fine, but uh, I'm a little bit under the weather with the little little bit of a, a thingy I have. Anyway. You haven't answered me. Sorry, say that again. <laughs> Do you not like it? I love it. Could be our first fight on air. Oh, never. <laughs> never. No, we have, we've, we've had our moments, but I, I have to say, they're rare and few and far between. Not at all. I do. I, I, I think it's, you're different. Thank I said you. that. And I do like it. At least I do like it. And I have to say, I'd say your head's warmer with it. Oh, it's lovely and cosy. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And we were having a, we were having a little tete-a-tete earlier and I said, sure, a hat keeps you warm. And you said, no way. No, no, it's... Scientists have debunked that myth that most of your head, most of your body heat escapes through your head. Okay. They've said no, that's not true. Most of mine goes through my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to be honest with you. <laughs> so they haven't invented a hat for that yet. Anyway, we're heading towards. It's not called a face mask. <laughs> oh yeah, I have that beside me here too. Now my artist of the week is Mr. Cliff Richard and having enjoyed what I would say is a modicum of success through the 70s it was his teaming up again with producer Bruce Welch that delivered his next big number one hit We Don't Talk Anymore in 1979 and that was 11 years on from its previous number one which was of course with Congratulations in 1968 This got Cliff going again into the 80s with hits like Carrie, Dreamin' and Wired for Sound 
1986, he teamed up with the cast from The Young Ones TV show to re-release Living Doll for comic relief and again it topped the charts second time round. He marked his 30th year in the business in 1988 with his first Christmas number one, Mistletoe and Wine. Cliff was back big time with a whole new generation of fans as he set off into the 90s and his first, his fourth decade making music. Today, I'm dipping into 1976 and this one that made it, only made number 15 in the charts, but it's one of Cliff's songs I truly love. I hope you do too. I've had many times I can tell you Times when innocence I trade for company And children saw me crying I thought I'd had my share of that But these missionaries Got a lovely message from my next guest and it really intrigued us. And as we dug a little more, well, we said we got to have a word with her on late lunch. She is the woman, along with our son, let me tell you, behind Pip and Pops. Michelle Smith, welcome to Late Lunch. Hello, Jerry. How are you? I'm really good. Well, I have to say, I love what you're doing, but you might tell our listeners today how Pip and Pops came about. Yes, no problem. And thanks so much for having me on. Uh, well, I suppose it started uh, in the middle of the lockdown at the start of the year. Um, I was at home with my son, Shay, who was six, and we kind of missed a couple of birthday parties and, you know, new babies and all that kind of stuff. So we were trying to send gifts to people and uh, we were finding it difficult to find something really nice online. And um, we wanted something kind of meaningful and sentimental because we obviously couldn't be there in person. So we couldn't really find anything and it was kind of becoming a bit of a challenge. So um, I decided, you know, wouldn't it be great if you could go somewhere online where you could just pick a custom-made uh, present that would be specially wrapped with a handwritten card that would go straight to the person in gorgeous packaging and job done, but yet it looked really meaningful and sentimental. So you and your son spotted a gap in the market here. You said, look, this isn't being done, we don't think, and we can do it. Who came up with the name? Was it him? It was himself, yeah. Uh, I actually struggled with the name for a few weeks. It was kind of the hardest part, really, to be honest. And we were here in the kitchen one morning just before school, and I said to my husband and himself, I really don't know what to call this company. Does anyone have any idea? Because I need to register it. And Shay was having his porridge and he just looked up and said, what about Pip and Pops? Hmm. That'd be good. So I said, 
Well, definitely because he called it that. I, I definitely wanted to call it that. Ah, so. yes. And he was the target market as well. So I, it just sounded right. <laughs> yeah, and you know, often the first gut feeling which he had, you know, he just came out with this, it's the mm-hmm. one. And it is a lovely ring about it. And your website is pipandpops.com. I was having a gander around it earlier on today. You have terrific stuff and you cover so many uh, aspects of life as well. Where do you source all these wonderful products from? Well, it was a bit difficult at the start, obviously, with Brexit. Mm. And you, normally you could just hop on a plane and go to kind of, you know, yeah. exhibitions and stuff. But uh, it just spent weeks and weeks uh, researching kind of really good manufacturing um, plants. And we found really good suppliers on mainland Europe. So not too far from home. And kind of small to medium enterprises as well that, you know, were all certified and just really good companies to deal with. So we sourced a lot of them from there, uh, France, Spain, uh, yeah, so it turned out great in the end after all the work. Mm, you have so much to offer. Yeah, I love your custom-made gift boxes. Uh, you know, you have a range of maternity products, sensory items. There's so much on there. We could talk about it for the next half hour, which we don't have the time to do. But um, you are an online business based in County Mead. And you'd, you'd call yourself a startup, would you? Yeah, at this stage. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, definitely a startup. We've been online since July and then we started our pop-up shop here in Kells in early October. So uh, we're there until the end of December and it's just been lovely meeting everyone uh, locally and people can come in and see the stuff, feel the stuff and get a, get an idea of what we're about. Mm. So that's been a great experience. So you have a pop-up, but online you're accessing people and customers all over the w- world, especially expats. Yes, indeed. Um, we've had people from Australia, uh, Canada and America contact us because I suppose it's just so handy. Um, a couple of them for, were from around our area here, so they heard we were doing it and got in touch. Uh, we sent a, a picture of what we thought would be lovely. We do it up in a gift box, wrap it specially, handwrite the cards, and we have had to deliver one or two things to the doors themselves just so that we didn't miss a birthday because they've missed so many different things with their families and uh, we didn't want to let them down. So, uh, yeah, there's been people all over the world that want to avail of this service that just looks meaningful and sentimental for yet another year that they can come home. And that's what you say is your USP, solid customer service. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) You can't beat it because, you know, I have to say, it is a thing people sell, but I always say that the selling is one part of the transaction, but the follow-up and the backup and the support is vital. I don't have to tell you that because you come from a business background, Masita Sportswear, sponsors of the Mead Ladies. That's your family background, isn't it? That's my family background, yeah. yeah. So we've always, always kind of had a sense of that. And um, I suppose when it's a family business as well and it's a start-up, it's, it's always, you know, you put more effort into it. Um, mm. Especially as a mommy you know, you, you want to sell products and, and only put products on the market that are, you know, certified and really safe and good because you're a mommy yourself. So you want only the best for for your children and the people that you care about. So Yes, you have a range of lovely things, I have to say. Thank uh, you so much. Uh, no, you have across the board. They're different. Uh, and I, 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 you can see the, the whole effort that's gone into sourcing them and, and that you, you, you are at a level and you're not dipping below that. That's what you want. You want a quality. You want something that's different. And you have it there uh, by the spades full. Christmas is on the way. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a time of year when, you know, you have to make hay. Uh, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Um, we're just working on our, our new custom-made boxes now. So people, 
you know, it's a stressful enough time for people, so they just want an easy solution where they can have all their favourite things in a box and someone takes care of it, someone wraps it and uh, have a bit of a chat and a laugh while we're doing it. Mm. Um, affordable but yet good quality, so... Yeah, no, we're happy with what we've done, aren't we, Shay? Shay is actually here with Ah, me. good man, Shay. Congratulations to you. I love the name, son. It's fantastic, so it is. And you're going places with this. There's no doubt about it. So the easiest way for people listening to us today before we finish is to go on the website, pipandpops.com. It's so simple. Pipandpops. Pops is the plural. Dot com is the website. And that pop-up is the pop-up shop there at the moment. It is indeed, Jerry. We're there until the end of December on Farrell Street in Kells and uh, people are more than welcome to come in and have a browse. We're doing sportswear. Some of them see the stuff there as well and lots of new products uh, there in the shop also. God, six years of age. He's going places, Shay. Watch (laughs) this space for the future for sure. Look, delighted to have a quick chat with you today on the show. Wish you well and continued success and happy Christmas and all the best for the new year to you. Thank you so much, Jerry. Thank you and a Merry Christmas to you too. Thank you. Thank you indeed. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Michelle. That's the lovely Michelle Smith there and our son Shay. And we wish them well. They're start up and they're getting going. And we love to give a leg up to people in the Northeast whenever we can here on LMFM Radio. Tomorrow on the show, travel. What's the story? Martin Skelly and Sandra Finnegan are with us. Showtime or no showtime? David Monaghan from the Navin Musical Society. Panto season is on the way. What's the story there? Nikki Kyle, gifts for the gardener for Christmas. No homework, says Andrea Mara. But there's something else to be done, and it's very interesting. All coming up on your late lunch tomorrow afternoon. Eddie Caffrey's on his way with The Drive. Have a lovely evening, and do come back and join us for Thursday show from 1.30. We'll see you then. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drada and Dogan Cabin. Order your new Dacia Duster or the all-new Dacia Sandero and Stepway. Guaranteed delivery and low-rate APR finance. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.